Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Jared Waitley. Here's a snapshot of Wednesday, February 21. In the wake of the additional doping charges laid against Demon Joel Smith, Dr Catherine Ordway told us of the significance of the developments. Well, it's very serious indeed because under the World Anti-Doping Code, which of course the AFL subscribes to, then multiple violations can at worst case lead to a life ban. So it's really serious that this has escalated the way it has. And Chief Footy Rider from The Age, Jake Nile, shared his view. My reaction was that uh, the Joel Smith, uh, first of all, the Joel Smith's career is, as an, as an AFL footballer, is over. I, I don't, I think we can debate, you know, we can talk about the, uh, uh, what the penalties may be. And it's, it's it, from my read of it and looking at the, the code, with, with the AFL do- anti-doping code, the AFL, for the, for the listeners, essentially adopt the WADA code. So it's actually under the AFL anti-doping code. And um, listening to Catherine Ordway before, yes, that's my read of it was, yeah, that's four years minimum for a trafficking or attempted trafficking uh, charge. So look at that, and he's 27. So I don't think... The other thing about Melbourne is Melbourne were not happy with, uh, with him. So my point was, well, first of all, his career, I don't see him wearing the red and blue again. That's his under provisional suspension. I would be staggered, given what he's the position that he has conceivably put the Melbourne Football Club in. I would be very, very surprised if we saw him again. That's the first point. The second point, and the more serious point for Melbourne, clearly, clubs, Jared, as you know, move very quickly into cauterising the wound. And the wound here is what's on the other end of those text, text messages. And that is the, got to be Melbourne's biggest concern, is what is at the other end of the text messages and what's the potential fallout if, if it's found that there are other players who are enmeshed in this investigation by Sport Integrity. Bear in mind also, just for the listeners of the backdrop, Sport Integrity is the old ASADA, but relations between ASADA, as it was in the Essendon days, and the AFL were, were let's, let's call it vexed. Yes. I, I think they, they did a joint investigation, but there was a lot of mistrust on both sides. And... Um, I think that that's a backdrop to this that people shouldn't ignore. We had the Lockie Whitfield. In some ways, this is more analogous to the sort of Lockie Whitfield situation where an illicit drug issue gets taken into the anti into into the rules of an anti-doping um, enforcer in the case of Asada slash Sport Integrity, and that's where Melbourne is now. And Melbourne have to try. Melbourne will try to isolate this as much as possible to Joel Smith. That's my essential take. Steel Sidebottom relived his iconic grand final goal. Funny enough, I was actually just down there speaking to Matty Stevick and he didn't pay the free kick, but he, I suppose when they pay a free kick, they call it up to the next umpire to call the to measure the 50. And he was asking, do you think it was 50? Some people might have thought it might have been a little bit far, but I told him it was a great decision. <laughs> <laughs> and, and how far out is the kick from these days? As the story has to grow and grow. Yeah, it's edging out to about 85 by now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, a, gr- a great moment to have in your career, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's very special. Um, I've been fortunate enough to 
win a grand final before, but um, I was 19 at the time. I'm, I'm 33 now. Um, this one, yeah, means a hell of a lot more to me. Um, I think I just realise how hard they are to win and, um, yeah, just what it means to so many people as well. Um, yeah, I've been at the footy club for a long time and, and it's, yeah, a lot more sweeter to get one towards the end of my career than what it was at the start. Luke McDonald named North Melbourne's A1 midfield. Oh, jeez. Uh, probably um, LDU... Um, and Wardlaw and then Simkin, I reckon that's probably yep. that's probably our A one. Uh, but a guy like Charlie Lazaro and um, Tommy Powell, guys going into their third and fourth years, they've had really, and Will Phillips as well, have had really strong preseason. So um, yeah, it's just good that we're building some serious depth in there. And Peter Lawler reflected on 20 years riding cricket for the Australian. Oh, I stumbled into it, Jeff. Absolutely stumbled into it. I was a newspaper guy, and I, I'd been in newspapers for a long time to that point. Uh, and I joined the Australian ostensibly as a colour magazine writer, which was what I did. You know, flounced around the edges and sort of <laughs> drew, wrote pretty words. Um, and on the way, almost literally on the way down the stairs, Chris Mitchell, the editor-in-chief, said he'd obviously promised the sports department another journalist and hadn't fulfilled on that promise. He said, could you just go to sports for a couple of months? You know, <laughs> just, I said, I don't know anything about it. I said, I like footy and cricket, but sports are specialists subject you know everyone who works in a sports department's worked there their whole life and you know has a background in sports and god knows what he said no give it a shot and i sort of just i went there and wrote you know fancy sort of stuff that went in magazines and sort of saturday reads and stuff like that and then they just said would you go to india and cover the cricket tour and i said are you serious i've never covered a sheffield shield match or a great <laughs> cricket game but you know, I'd love to go to India. And they said, yeah, go, you know, give it a crack. So off I went, me and Crash, 2004. And that's just a snapshot. The full program and all interviews are available through the Waitley podcast. Subscribe at sen.com.au.